chills, dreamy summer bites, flashes of horror and suspense. Bite back at the fear. Arabian Nights, or The Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night. Volume 5, The Ebony Horse, narrated by Mavsky. When it was the 359th night, Shahrazad said, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that quoth the king's son to himself, I may not do better than pass the night by my horse, and as soon as day shall dawn, I will mount and ride away. However, as he tarried talking to himself, he espied a light within the palace, and making towards it, found that it came from a candle that stood before a door of the harem, at the head of a sleeping eunuch, as if he were one of the Ifrits of Solomon, or a tribesman of the jinn, longer than lumber and broader than a bench. He lay before the door, with the pommel of his sword gleaming in the flame of the candle, and at his head was a bag of leather hanging from a column of granite. When the prince saw this, he was affrighted and said, I crave help from Allah the Supreme, O mine holy one, even as thou hast already delivered me from destruction, so vouchsafe me strength to quit myself of this adventure of this palace. So saying, he put out his hand to the budget, and taking it, carried it aside, opened it, and found in it food of the best. He ate his fill and refreshed himself and drank water, after which he hung up the provision bag in its place, and drawing the eunuch's sword from its sheath, took it, whilst the slave slept on, knowing not when destiny should come to him. Then the prince fared forwards into the palace, and ceased not until he came to a second door, with a curtain drawn before it. So he raised the curtain, and behold, on entering he saw a couch of the whitest ivory, inlaid with pearls and jewels, and four slave girls sleeping about it. He went up to the couch to see what was thereon, and found a young lady lying asleep haloed by her hair as if she were the full moon rising over the eastern horizon, with flower-white brow and shining hair and cheeks like blood-red anemones and dainty moles thereon. He was amazed at her as she lay in her beauty and loveliness, her symmetry and grace, and he reckoned no more of death. He went up to her, trembling in every nerve and shuddering with pleasure, kissed her on the right cheek, Whereupon she awoke and opened her eyes, and seeing the prince standing at her head, said to him, Who art thou, and whence comest thou? Quoth he, I am thy slave and thy lover. Asked she, And who brought thee hither? And he answered, My lord and my fortune. Then said Shams al-Nahar, for such was her name, Happily thou art he who demanded me yesterday of my father in marriage, and he rejected thee, pretending that thou wast foul of favor. By Allah, my sire lied in his throat when he spoke this thing, for thou art not other than beautiful. Now the son of the king of Hin had sought her in marriage, 
but her father had rejected him, for that he was ugly and uncouth, and she thought the prince was he. So when she saw his beauty and grace, for indeed he was like the radiant moon, the synthesism of love caught hold of her heart as if it were a flaming fire, and they fell to talking and conversing. Suddenly her women-in-waiting awoke, and, seeing the prince with their mistress, said to her, O oh, my lady, who is this with thee? Quoth she, I know not. I found him sitting by me when I woke up. Haply, tis he who seeketh me in marriage of my sire. Quoth they, O oh, my lady, by Allah the Allfather, this is not who seeketh thee in marriage, for he is hideous, and this man is handsome, and of high degree. Indeed, the other is not fit to be his servant. Then the handmaidens went out to the eunuch, and finding him slumbering, awoke him, and he started up in alarm. Said they, How happeth that, that thou art on guard at the palace, and yet men came in to us, while we are asleep? When the man heard this, he sprang in haste to his sword, but found it not, and fear took him in trembling. Then he went in, confounded to his mistress, and seeing the prince sitting at talk with her, said to him, O oh my lord, art thou man or genie? Replied the prince, Woe to thee, O unluckiest of slaves! How darest thou even the sons of the royal Chosroes with one of the unleaving Satans? And he was as a raging lion. Then he took the sword in his hand and said to the slave, I am the king's son-in-law, and he hath married me to his daughter, and bidden me to go into her. And when the eunuch heard these words, he replied, O oh, my lord, if thou be indeed of a kind of man as thou avouchest, she is fit for none but thee, and thou art worthier of her than any other. Thereupon the eunuch ran to the king, shrieking loud and rending his raiment and heaving dust upon his head. And when the king heard his outcry, he said to him, What hath befallen thee? Speak quickly and be brief, for thou hast fluttered my heart. Answered the eunuch, O king, come to thy daughter succor, for a devil of the jinn, in the likeness of the king's son, hath got possession of her. So up and at him. And when the king heard this, he thought to kill him and said, how camest thou to be careless of my daughter, and let this demon come at her? Then he betook himself to the princess's palace, where he found her women standing to await him, and asked them, What has come to my daughter? O king, they answered, slumber overcame us, and when we awoke, we found a young man sitting upon her couch and talked with her, as if he were the full moon. Never saw we aught fairer of favor than he is. So we questioned him of the case, and he declared that thou hadst given him thy daughter in marriage. More than this we know not, nor do we know if he be a man or genie. But he is modest and well-bred, and doth nothing unseemly or which leadeth to disgrace. Now when the king heard these words, his wrath cooled, and he raised the curtain little by little and, looking in, saw sitting at talk with his daughter a prince of the goodliest, with a face like the full moon for sheen. At this sight he could not contain himself, of his jealousy for his daughter's honor, and, putting aside the curtain, rushed in upon them, drawn sword in hand like a furious ghoul. 
When the prince saw him, he asked the princess, Is this thy sire? And she answered, Yes. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased saying her permitted say. Thank you.